Good morning. Good morning. I don't know. I see a lot of men in the church. So maybe I will have a really serious question for you. And I want an honest answer, okay? Please, please, but the question will come. But when I read this gospel today, I'm not sure about the culture at the time of St. Joseph and Mother Mary. So I opened the Catholic commentary, Bible commentary, and it talked about the betrothal. So the betrothal was the first stage of two state marriage process in the ancient Judaism. And please do not confuse with the modern day engagement. At betrothal, a man and a woman would exchange consent before witnesses, and they would be considered legally married. But they did not yet begin to live together yet, so that's totally different. At the second state of marriage, after a years of first stage, the wife would come to live with her husband, and the marriage would be consummated. In the Gospel today, telling us that Mary and Joseph are at the first stage, betrothal. And that Mary conceived before they lived together. That is the background of the custom at the time, or the culture at the time. This might help us to know why a forgotten person of the nativity scenes, St. Joseph had intention to quietly divorce Mother Mary. St. Joseph was a righteous man and also a man of commitment. He truly loved Mary, yet unwillingly to expose her to shame, decided separately, quietly. He was reassured by God's word and never looked back. He was committed to Mary and to Jesus. Before going further into commitment, I would like to ask all of the men in here, except Father Jim. <laughs> he already passed the test. He ordained as a priest. So I would like to ask you, do you always say, I love you, to your wife in the morning before you get out of the bed? Do you? Do you always say, I love you, before you get out of the bed? Do you have that commitment? I see you just smiling now. What's going on? Well, if you don't, if you don't pass this commitment now, that's the first state right there. Then I think these parents need to have a, what we call the, the marriage enrichment classes for all of you, because you smile so well right now. Maybe you will take that class seriously, and after that, we will ask you again to see if you pass the final test. So we are known by our commitment 
It has been said to our character is revealed not by the number of options we leave open in our life, but by the commitment we embrace. It is probably uncomfortable to discuss the commitment to people today because we live in a time that associates commitment with a loss of freedom, the surrender of option and the deprivation of personal references. Our culture seems to teach us to avoid commitment. We are all aware of destruction done by the founder to keep commitments with families in the church and in public life. Infidelity in marriage, saturate vows in religious life, and dishonesty in the public life have created much suffering and distrust and are going more and doing more and more dangerous to our society than terrorists could ever accomplish. Saint Joseph could have walked away from his commitment to Mary and Jesus, even after this dream. But he didn't. He didn't. Christmas is a good time to renew our commitment to our family, our vocation, our work, our church. Maturity is indeed defined not by the number of options we leave open, but by the commitments we keep even when it isn't easy. The last point to make about Joseph in his role as protector of Holy Family, the Holy Family. It was not an easy word in those days, and it is, isn't now either. It was a violent, brutal word in which Joseph protected Mary and Jesus during those early years. We can imitate Joseph's role as protector in two ways. The first way is, is to protect the spiritual meaning of Christmas. It is so easy for Christmas to become nothing more than a winter game and for people to forget that at its center. The reason why there is Christmas is the birth of Jesus Christ who came to save us from Satan's power when we had gone astray. We need to protect and preserve the message of Christmas about the birth of Jesus Christ, our Savior. But we also need to protect the truth of Christmas account and not let it, not let the occasion adventurous guesswork about the events of the first Christmas that we read in the newspaper at this time of the year, of this time of the year, dominate the scenes. You see, I read in the news that one of the small villages, like Cornelius right here, or Leslie, right? And they have uh, nativity scenes displayed as the, uh, at the uh, township, at the township. And then uh, some of the people out of the town, you know, asking uh, to remove that nativity. 
And it is, it is uh, that's what's going on right now. And we need, we are Catholic, we are Christian. We need to stand for it. And another thing is just happened to me. Uh, every month on the second Sunday of the month, I went to do the uh, communion at the nursing home. And I went to that nursing home uh, last month and give the communion to uh, one of the patients. One of the employees stopped me and said, no, no, sir, you cannot do it here. I turned around and asked her, I said, why? Is there a policy tell me no? Uh, tell me that I'm not allowed to do uh, this uh, here? And she said, no, but you can't do it here. This is a public area. I look at her and say, whoa, then I better evangelize and I better bring Christ to the public. That's what we need. So I asked her, I would check on the policy and if it doesn't, if it doesn't say anything in the policy, I come back and see you next next month. So I came back and she was it's good. Always Holy Spirit working. The truth of Christmas leads its protector. Joseph is a powerful model for us at this time of the year. He is a model of adult commitment, which our culture desperately needs and reminded to us to renew those commitments that shape our life and our soul. Joseph was also protector of the Holy Family who reminds us to protect the spiritual meaning of Christmas, that it is about Jesus Christ, and to protect the truth of Christmas account. Christmas is not just about beautiful story that warm our heart. It is about a solid fact, Emmanuel. God is with us, and he is our Lord Jesus Christ. He came to save our soul more than 2,000 years ago. What do we do to welcome him into our mind, into our heart, and into our soul? in this Christmas. We have the last week of Advent to prepare to celebrate his birthday. What should we do? And remember that, don't wait until it's too late. The best gift our God, or God the Father, gave it to us this Christmas is Jesus Christ, prepare yourself to receive that gift.